0: Hi again and welcome to Traders Talk. We're on show number two uh, where we discuss all things market makers method or market makers business model as it were. When I talk about the market makers uh, method, trading method, I'm talking about really the business model and that's why I often use that term interchangeably. Market makers business model, market makers method, it's really one and the same, same thing. Okay today on sh- uh, show show Two, what I'd like to explain is uh, form and content because I have a few questions about that. The circularity of stock. I'm going to use stock as an example um, for this because there is a a finite amount of stock for any one particular company and we're going to talk about that on an individual company basis but you'll understand how that works across all um, companies and across the broader spectrum of, let us say, uh, an index. Uh, also we're going to look at belief manipulation um, and what in, is entailing that and finally the accumulation cycle. Now I say finally of course it depends on how we uh, get along and uh, what we can manage to fit in a normal 15 or 20 minutes uh, for each show. Um, I did mention on show number one and on the intro to go over to Speakpipe and leave a message. Uh, what I failed to tell you that um, you would need to go to the website so if you need to go to the website to leave me a message, go to learningtotrade.com and then look for the speak pipe and you can click on there. Or you can send me an email at martincole at martincole.com as well. Uh, also, you can go to our forum, which is learningtotrade.envisionzone.com. OK, let's get straight into this um, without further ado. First off, let's have a look at form and content because... I did get a few messages about that yesterday and uh, after, today, after the show and could I explain that in, in a, a more clear way. The best way I can uh, explain this is to think about a, a shop window. So when we're thinking about a shop window, if we walk up to a shop, we're presented with a display. So we look through the shop window and there is the display of all the products that are on offer, um, whatever type of shop that is we're presented with that as an image of what that shop sells and of course if we go into that shop and we walk around the back we get we get a closer insight let us say into what's going on within the shop and of course there'll be a till there a cash register and people are buying and selling uh, sorry buying uh, the products from the from the shop but behind that behind the counter the area where we don't get to see view that as really the operation procedure that's where um, products are coming in products are being marked up for sale the profit margins are being put on them before they actually get to the shop window before we get to see them. So when we're looking at the when we're talking about form and content the form is the 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 shop window that we see that is representative of the chart that we see so if we're charting a particular currency pair or a particular stock the chart that we're looking at is the shop window that we see. The content What's going on behind will be the marking up of those that price. The content will be how how the market makers are or your brokers, your market makers are accumulating that stock ready to sell to you. How do they get you to sell it? How do they get you to buy it? Okay, which is which is going to come into manipulation, which we're going to talk about in a moment. So that's the difference between the form and the content. Form is the chart you see before you, content is what's going on behind. Most traders trade the form they look at the shop window they're looking for patterns they're looking for indicators such as moving averages um, all sorts of different I mean, you won't get into indicators because there's so many uh, that you could look at so regardless of what you're looking at think of that keep it nice and simple form is the shop window form is the chart content is what's going on behind the market maker's business method or business model if you like is again i'm using these terms interchangeably is what is going on behind. So when we understand what's going on behind, we get a much greater insight in what's going to happen in the future and how we can profit from it. Okay, I just want to talk about circularity of stock because this this is quite important at this at this stage. Let's just take it keep it nice and simple. There is a company with one thousand shares, let's say, issued. Now of course there's that's a, that's a very ridiculous amount, but It's a very tiny amount, but I want to keep it nice and simple for the purpose of explanation. If that company is trading on open market, people will be holding that stock. So the company itself may hold some, and of course the outside investors will be holding a portion of that stock. Now, if as long as that stock remains, um, nobody sells that stock, then the, the stock price can't move. It'll stay where it is. It might get an increase in value, but it's not going to be traded. So in order for it to be traded, somebody must sell that stock. Now let's supposing that you are holding that stock, what will persuade you to sell that stock? Will it be a movement on a chart? Will it be the form of a chart that persuades you to move it? Now on the surface you may think, answer yes, that's, that is what would cause me to sell that stock in the belief that it maybe wasn't going to increase in value anymore. And therein lies the secret, in that word I just used, belief. If you believe... This is what Trading the Market Makers business model is all about, is understanding beliefs and relating those back to the chart. So we're not looking at the chart as the shop window, we're looking at what's going on behind. So in order for you to sell that stock and for somebody else to buy that, you must develop what? You must have developed a belief about it, a future belief that something's going to happen in the future. So if you're going to sell it, you're going to be developing a future belief that the market is not going to deliver you a dividend, Uh, maybe the share price is going to fall, so you want to get rid of that. Now, in order for somebody to buy that stock, what must they believe? They must have an opposing belief to you. Nobody is going to buy a stock that they believe is going to fall in value if they're looking for it to rise in value. Stands to reason. You did not buy this original stock because you believed it was going to go down in value. You bought it because you believed it was going to go up. So here we have opposing beliefs exactly the same product exactly the same shares but we have an opposing belief one is in a falling price and one is in a rising price that is what trading that's the market makers method is about is looking at those beliefs translating those back to the chart and working about on how they are being accumulated okay now just going back to our chart now looking at beliefs beliefs as far as we're concerned we're only looking at the manipulation of them and it's that manipulation that will give us our buying and our selling opportunities you could argue yes okay but this is what we're going to look at on the chart and because that's the only way we've got of looking at it now that is very true in terms of looking at the form we have the chart and that's what we look at but we need to understand or get an idea of how people are thinking or how beliefs are starting to develop as a result of the chart so in other words masses of char- traders part- put- mm. are looking at the chart and they're developing those beliefs just like you did that the market was going to go down so you started to think okay I wouldn't really want to sell this we want to understand how the chart is representative of beliefs very very important now we're going to get more into that as we get, fu- get further on but f- just now let's get on to an accumulation process of how we're going to accumulate this stock because me let's say I'm sitting as a market maker you're sitting as a stockholder I need to persuade you To sell that stock if I want to accumulate it. Now why would I want to accumulate a stock that you want to sell? What what would be my purpose in that? Because clearly I believe that this stock is going to uh, rise in value and I can make a lot of money if I can get hold of the sum of this stock. It may be that an institution has contacted me and said they are interested in buying a particular stock I look at that on the order box and I see who's got that stock, how much has got it, how much is in the public hands and I need to accumulate it. So the way in which I need to accumulate it is to persuade you to sell it. How can I persuade you to sell it? Well first off I can issue some news. I am the industry after all. I can send that out. Now, I I am taking the role of the market maker here, obviously, not me personally. I'm taking the role of of the market makers. So I can issue out news relative to that company. I can look at the company's earnings and spin on those, that sort of thing. And I can start to put out that feeler that things are not quite all quite rosy with this. I'm not going to outwardly say that it's a bad uh, thing, but I can start to feed out that belief. As that belief starts to go out, what will we see, we will see the form, we will see the chart start to move down, the price will start to move down. Now the outside market, now looking in at this chart, is starting to see a price move down. What is starting to happen in your mind? You're seeing, right in front of your eyes, the value of your investment fall. You are seeing this going down, lower and lower. The great thing that humans try and avoid is loss. We'll do whatever we can to retain it. It's a bit—it's a bit like a, a broody hen sitting on sitting on some eggs. You know, you've you've, you've accumulated this nest egg around you, and then you uh, you know you want to sit on that and hold that. You don't want to run the risk of, of losing it. So you sit on your sit on your nest of eggs, as it were, waiting for them for them to hatch. So if you start to see this dripping away, dripping away, you are highly likely to think. Uh, okay I don't want to lose any more on this I, I want to think about selling this and keeping what I've got at that point you start selling to the market so you sell into the market and as you sell so I come along and I buy I accumulate I'm starting to accumulate those uh, those shares people see this going down and more and more people start to sell start to sell start to and each time they start to sell I don't buy too quickly because if I buy too quickly the price will hold I wait until the price falls each time it dips a little bit so I buy and accumulate more. Now what I'm actually doing is here as the price is falling I'm accumulating at different prices on the way down but I end up with an average price of all the shares that I've accumulated. Very important this average price because that is going to give us a great deal of information when we're looking back in uh, to trade later on in the future. What I'm describing at at this point are traders that are not trading the market maker's business model. We as traders of the market maker's business model are looking at this chart. We're looking, we're understanding the mechanics of the business that is taking place. We're understanding all how things are operating going on. And we know there is a process of accumulation going on. Accumulation is fairly easy to spot, but we certainly do not want to be trading within that point. Now this is where traders who are just looking at form will also see a a, a share price starting to fall. And they'll think about shorting that share. The profit on the downside. Again, not something we want to do at this stage. What we're doing is we're observing this accumulation. We're observing the market makers filling their bag. And I like to, I, I described this on uh, the show number one. It was like you know you're in an orchard, you've got a bag there, you shake the tree and the apples fall and you collect them up and you to have to take them off to market to sell at a higher price. And that's what the market makers are going through at this stage. They are accumulating this bag if you like and there's a collective price uh, the, the, the average price of everything that is in that bag. So when they start to sell, if they can sell this at a higher price, once they get above that average price, everything they accumulated is making a profit for them. Okay, So they are a releasing profit. And you'll hear me talk about that in later shows. That's what we're talking, going to talk about. The profit release ultimately is what we want to engage in. Now, we are looking for a specific sequence of events. We're looking for accumulation, we're looking for manipulation and we're looking for the profit release the accumulation period is where most traders will lose money this is often be seen as a sideways moving market you'll hear terms such as the whipsaw it's a whipsawing market what that means is the price is going up and down within a range what's going on in there is often accumulation now People say, oh, it's it's manipulation. It's uh, Yes, it is. That's looking at the form. We're looking at the content. We're understanding what's going on. There is an accumulation process going on. And remember, the market maker does not want to show his hands. And that's why we will see this quite tight trading range. It's not a tight trading range. It's an accumulation phase. It's a phase of the market maker's business model. So this is going through and going on. Now, eventually, the market makers will accumulate all the... Let's call it the floating stock. All that stock that's been shaken out of the tree, the people who are selling, eventually it will start to dry up and be there and people will stop selling. Now, who has sold? Basically, who's sold at this point are the weak holders, the people who are easily manipulated from holding their positions. Long-term investors, such as institutions, things like that, they won't be very easily shaken out of a particular stock, but the outside market will. They're, very, they're what they call weak holders. We have strongholders and we have weak holders. And again, this is the term we'll, we'll look at later on in further shows. So we're now at the situation where, all the stage, let's say, where the accumulation is taking place. The market makers have got their accumulation uh, together, they've got their average price, as it were. And now they need to think about how they're going to sell this. How are they going to sell this now at a higher price? Because this has been the game plan all along. Well, first off, before they would do this, it is highly likely there will be one last drive down of price. That will be seen clearly on a chart as a, a quick drive down of price and then a, and a lift back up. Now, the, there is a purpose for this. People will say there's, that's like a stop take and yes it is, it's a visible stop take we see. But what is the purpose of that quick down move and then back up in price? The purpose is to test the market and this is very important because that test will either be successful or unsuccessful. If that quick downward test results in more people going in and selling, that market will not be marked up because what's happened is there is a lot of loose stock floating around and you cannot have loose stock floating around if you want to accumulate everything and selling to a higher price. You need to make sure you've accumulated everything so think of it like You've accumulated, you under the apple tree, you've accumulated all your apples, and just before you go to market, just before you think about selling these up, you take a big stick and you bang the trunk of the tree and you send the shockwaves through the tree and you see what else falls, what the last apples fall. The last apples fall, you collect them up, nothing else falls, now you're ready to get into the markup phase. If apples continue to fall, you're going to keep drifting the price down a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, until you can do that same hit the apple tree again. Nothing falls. Now you know you've accumulated all the floating stock and now you're ready to get into the, to the markup. And what you'll see there is a very quick up move on the chart. This up move that you go through the chart is doing what? This will get above often will get above the average price that all the accumulation has been done at. So each apple in the bag, and I'm sorry to keep referring to apples, but it's a pretty good analogy when you think about it, uh, the apple tree. Once the price marks up, and it is above the average price of all the accumulated apples that are in that bag, the market makers are into profit. So it's very important for them to get above that price as quickly as possible. Once they get above that price, you'll then see the market will go sideways a little bit. Then you'll think, OK, is the market now pausing? What's happening is there that they are selling into that little bit. And that selling will be absorbed slowly because the beliefs in a rising price have not been firmly established yet. And this is very important, that just that first step, because it takes time to change an investor's belief from it's going to go down in price, OK, it's holding, oh my god, now it's going to go up, I'd better buy this. And that shift in belief is what we're looking for, at the belief in the outside market. And that's what the market makers are doing, they're manipulating the belief in higher prices. So as the price then comes out of there and it blips up a little bit more, okay, up it rises again and now the outside market are looking at that and they're starting to develop the belief, hey, this is, this is actually going to take off now. This is, this is going to go. Now we, we, sh- we should start buying this. Now the outside markets start bu- coming in and buying. What do the market makers do at this point? When the buying starts to come in, the market makers sell into the rise, thus releasing the profit from all the apples that they have collected earlier. So you can see what's going on now. This is a business process. Okay, So we're looking at the chart on the outside, but behind this going on is a business pr- process. So that then going through on, they're accumulating this, they are accumulating this, marking up into a higher price, and then the outside market comes in and start to buy this. Then the market will go sideways a little bit more because as as they sell into this rise and the demand, so it flattens the market a little bit more, and then up the market will go again, and now more believers say, yeah, those now regret starts to take over. Oh, I should have bought it at the last lift. I should have bought it, I should have bought it, I should have bought it, so, and now... As it goes up again, they leap in and buy again. So each time the beliefs are being manipulated that they're going to miss out, we're going to miss out. We need to buy it. We need to buy it. We need to buy it. And what will happen is, you'll get to a point where the beliefs will be developed to such a point that they've missed out. There will be a rapid up move in that stock, and as all the buyers rush in because now they're just so fed up that they've missed all this, missed all this opportunity there'll be a big surge of buying come in and the price will roll over and as that buying is absorbed the price will roll over and go down and that is why a lot of traders enter the market exactly at the point where the price goes down because belief that they've been manipulated it is the fear of missing out that's been manipulated and all this has happened happened behind the shop window behind the facade of the chart okay gone on a little bit longer than that one than I really wanted to we've hit the 20 minute mark for, <laughs> for our podcast today but hopefully that's given you something to think about if you've got questions please do get on over to uh, learningtotrade.com and send me a, a, a voice message on there that we can build into the into the podcast or by all means you can email me at martincole at martincole.com any questions put them on there and again I will answer those questions for you remember you know learning to trade like this is a two-way street if you give me the Uh, the questions that you want answering i will do my very best to give you a nice clear explanation going forward as to what you require to make money so without further ado i'll say goodbye on this show and i will look very much forward to catching up with you on the next show all the very best from my family law yours see you soon bye